Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I am Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1407, NXT episode 562, NXT UK episode 94, SmackDown episode 1083, and 205 Live episode 180. These were broadcast from uh, May 18th through May 22nd, 2020. Uh, this is going to be a fairly rapid fire episode. Um, I'm going to be kind of taking a break from doing the a proper podcast here on uh, in the audio version of it, um, but I might be doing more of a uh, what what am I trying to say? I've been streaming every morning on Twitch.tv/slash/TheDemonJackal. And uh, the main game that I've been playing, every morning I've been playing WWE Supercard. And that is, um, I've, I've sort of been talking about my thoughts on the shows from the night before and all of that. But also this week is the last week that I'll be watching everything as it airs, um, at least for a little while. Um, because I'm going to take a break from Sling and just watch uh, Raw and NXT uh, the next day on Hulu every week. So I'll see how that goes. And uh, because of that, uh, I'm also going to take kind of a break from the podcast. I'm definitely going to do episodes of the pay-per-views this month um, or in June. Uh, so I'll do an episode for uh, In Your House and an episode for, what do you call it, the other one the uh backlash i don't know why i can't remember what that that show is called but um yeah i I will still be talking about uh raw and smackdown on twitch.tv slash the demon jackal every morning i have been uh streaming supercard playing supercard on both my ipad and my uh emulated android phone um so I have two games going at once, try to keep it interesting, and um, that's been pretty fun every morning. So I, I've also been talking about wrestling on there. So even though there'll be less podcasts, I'll be talking probably even more about wrestling um, on Twitch. So go check that out, but I will be posting at least a couple of episodes in June. Um, okay. So, uh, Raw, starting with Raw, let's see, uh, there's a Becky tribute after, from her announcement last week, Edge accepts, uh, Randy Orton's challenge and Seth, Seth does, I don't know what that, that says. Oh, he comes out and it says, uh, Hey, Ray Mysterio, you're welcome because of whatever. This is such a bad episode. Oh my god. Not the, the the episode of Raw isn't bad. The episode this the thing you're listening to right now is bad already. And I don't think it's gonna get better. But um then we had uh Murphy versus Carrillo. Uh Murphy wins and he beats down Carrillo afterwards. Uh this is after uh Umberto Carrillo came out to defend Rey Mysterio's honor. And then Alistair comes out and a big old brawl happens, and later on the night we're gonna have Murphy versus Alistair Black. 
Um, so that that that'll be interest that that was interesting. Uh, then we had Charlotte versus Ruby Riots. Charlotte won via figure eight. I don't know why she's on Raw. She should be just on Smack, uh, just on NXT because she's also on SmackDown later in the week to fight Bailey, champion versus champion. That kind of makes sense, champion versus champion. Cool, do that. That's a cool cross promotion type of thing. But next week, it's okay. Skipping forward, next week or tonight, as I'm recording this. It's going to be Charlotte Flair versus Natalia versus Nia Jax, a number one contenders match. Charlotte already has a championship. She already has the NXT championship. Why? What is she doing in a number one contenders match for another championship? Get her out of there. Maybe she'll get replaced last minute or something like that. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But um, Asuka is a celebration that's hosted by Kyrie. It's really, really nice. Um, and Kyrie plays this little recorder solo. Uh, and it's interrupted by Nia Jax. Boo. Awful. Get her out of here. But she gets a number one contender match next week. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Truth. Our truth uh, says that Lashley is a bad man. And so uh, Lashley comes out. Truth versus Lashley. And I don't know what the thing I wrote right there is. Lashley wins that match. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defend their tag team titles against the Iconics. Um, Alexa and Nikki successfully defend, uh, when they're disqualified because Peyton goes attacking Alexa bliss and throws her into the ring post. And she's, uh, Peyton was not the legal competitor. And so the referee calls the match and, uh, iconics are devastated and Billy Kay backstage. She slaps, she slaps her right in the face. She slaps Peyton right in the face and Peyton is shocked and Billy's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And we'll see what happens with that. I hope they're not going to break up because they just came back two weeks ago. Um, so uh, Kyrie's playing her, her recorder in the, in the back when Naya come, uh, comes up behind her and, and just beats the crap out of her. And Asuka is infuriated. She uh, goes on the hunt for for Nia and takes her out so that was pretty good uh Shayna versus Natalia in a submission match um Shayna wins via the cocaine uh Kirifuda clutch um and then Natalia is very angry okay this this confuses me even more why this triple threat is happening this week Shayna just won this match against Natalia Natalia throws a fit and ruins Kevin Owens, the Kev- the KO show, the set. She throws everything all around, destroys the poster and everything. Why does Natalia get to be in that triple threat instead of Sheena? That's ridiculous. So hopefully we'll see Sheena attack everybody who's in this match and just say, nah, I'm getting this match against Asuka. Deal with it. I would much prefer that than to see Charlotte and Natalia, who just lost in this triple threat. So we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, Kevin Owens show he's back and good to go, and um, he he calls upon his guests the 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 Vega Gang or the Vegang. I wrote and on there. I thought it it looks. It doesn't look much better than it sounds. It doesn't look better written than it sounds said out loud. Um, 
the gang sounds weird and it looks weird um anyway uh they're wondering why kevin why are you getting out of the ring when you're here and he says well it's because i also have another guest apollo is back and he goes on the attack and some i i couldn't think of a third word that rhymes with that we end up with a tag team match apollo and kevin owens versus andrade and um and angel garza uh uh apollo i think apollo pinned garza and um something happened with austin theory uh andrade beats up on theory and there's a i don't know what happens my notes are not good but uh, they basically turn on Theory because he gets hurt and Andrade and Angel are like laughing about it. And um, then they go ahead and just all uh, attack him. So he's out. He's out of the gang. I'm, I'm going to stop saying that. Um, then right after this, we have uh, Murphy versus Aleister Black. Awesome Theory, who has been beaten down, is still out there. Very similar to uh, when Buddy Murphy uh, was defeated by Aleister Black and was just dejected the entire match after that and then ended up like getting recruited into the Monday Night Messiah's gang. All of them are gangs. They're not factions. They're gangs. Um, same thing happened here. Really cool symmetry. Uh, Austin Theory is recruited and... Um, he is one with Seth. That's what I wrote down. I don't think anybody said that. I just thought that when it happened, because it was like, if they, they didn't have to say anything. They just looked into each other's eye, deep into each other's eyes, and they knew, yeah, this is happening. This is happening right now. Monday Night Messiah time. Um, so yeah, Austin Theory joins the Seth Rollins crew. And this week, I predict... That he will only be known as Theory. He'll lose his first name just like just like Murphy did. All right, who is talking to me? There, somebody posted a video of a cow that was eating the mail out of their mailbox it had an envelope in its mouth. They're just like chewing on it. They're like running after it because then it's, <laughs> it's standing at the, at the mailbox. And then, uh, uh, the guy is going after it and the, uh, whoever's filming it is still in the house. And the guy, as the guy gets closer to the cow is like, Oh no, it starts running away, but it still has the letter in its mouth. And, uh, people filming are just cracking up. Guys running after the cow. It's great. It's great. Go look it up. It's on. I don't know how you can find it. So, uh, and then the top tweet was, oh, that, that looks like a young bull. So it's a male cow. Male cow. <sighs> I need to set up my soundboard so when I do, I can do rim shots and stuff. Anyway. We then have, it's been building up the entire night, Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders in an axe-throwing contest, and this was really fun. Like, on paper, 
if you told me about this weekly thing that was going on between two tag teams, one of them being the tag team champions, and they're just like, oh, they play basketball. Now they do an axe throwing contest. I've been like, why why, why don't they just have a, a, a wrestling match? One of them's a champion. One of them's presumably the number one contender. But it's been really fun, and it's it mixes things up a, a, a little bit with uh, having these shows be so different from what we're used to anyway. And I, I liked it. They had a... <laughs> um, they had one of the cops. She was very attracted to Ivar, and that was very funny um, because she was, she was really attracted to him, had no interest in Eric. So it was, um, yeah, it, 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 was, it was some good comedy there. And then all the axe throwing, and they could have killed one of those cops because one of the axes that they threw off into oblivion went through their windshields and... That would have been a big problem, but it was okay. They forgave them for some reason. I don't know. It's wrestling. It's fine. Um, Apollo is challenging Andrade to a United States championship match next week. And uh, Zelina Vegas says, well, you could do that. And if you do, you would never walk again because he will destroy you. He will hurt you even more than last time. Um, And then we had our main event as part of the the situational invitational um, Drew McIntyre versus SmackDown's favorite son, King Corbin. And um, Drew Mac, for some reason I circled Corbin's name. I don't know why I did that, but uh, Drew McIntyre won via Claymore. Um, and also Lashley interrupted at some points because Lashley wants a piece of that WWE championship. He wants the whole thing. In fact, I'm pretty sure. And also Lana at some point point just freaked out because Lashley was talking to MVP. So a remotivated Bobby Lashley going after Drew McIntyre. I can get on board with that. We don't have a WWE championship match set for backlash yet. I could see that being the match. But Drew McIntyre, he's going to win. I think he's going to continue to win. He's going to continue to fight off every challenger that comes his way until Brock Lesnar returns at SummerSlam. No, so that's probably, that's probably what will happen. But anyhow, uh, up next, we had NXT episode 562. Uh, We had a great Kyrian cross entrance again, and he quickly defeats uh, some guy. I think his name is gray. Or something I totally missed his name because I was watching it live and I didn't rewind it back to be able to, to write down his name and I didn't take the time to to go look it up since then so I'm sorry about that um Phantasma versus Tozawa Tozawa went into this with a perfect record but Phantasma won and so uh that's how did who ended up as the finalist there I think Phantasma is in the final because they have a tied record, but uh, Phantasma has the win over Tozawa. Um, so, yeah. Then we had a great video uh, package of Shotzi driving a tank around and shooting a bunch of stuff. It was really cool. Uh, we had a, a really weird Cameron Grimes video package. We was talking about it's grind time, and he's so weird, but, like, in a... 
I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how to explain how, how to explain why I think he is his character is so weird. He just seems kind of goofy. He he doesn't. I I don't know. He seems like too lighthearted, or uh, kind of like oh shucks, kind of. I if he does it really well, I'll say that. I just don't know what to think of it. Um, in context with everything else in NXT right now. Um, then we have Mia Yim versus uh, Santana Garrett. Uh, Mia Yim comes out, and uh, the Garganos come out. I think they came out during the match. But uh, Mia wins, and then they attack Mia, and Keith Lee comes out. I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and they try to get the heck out of there. Um, I think that's what happened. I didn't write down that part. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Dex- Dexter Loomis, as they had decided Roderick would be the one to go up against him. Um but let's see. Yeah, Roderick Slong. Roderick. Roger, Roderick Slong. <laughs> Roderick Strong wins the match. Kind of a fluke victory in a way. But it was. Um, my initial impression of it was that it's like, oh, we've seen this finish too much. And then we got the same sort of finish later on. But. It was very different. It wasn't a surprise, really. It was like just a very, uh, it was, it was, it was still a reversal into a pin, and it was a quick sort of thing. Um, but Dexter Loomis, furious after, like my favorite thing about this match was that anytime Roderick had Loomis in a hold, like a, a like a, like a choke or something like that, Loomis would just look, look right at him, just turn slowly at him unblinking and it was that was so so freaky and awesome i really like that but afterwards loomis he, he just lost me the pinfall but it was very quick he was not really like worn down very much he sneaks up he, he like slides up behind roger strong who's like right outside the ring and gets him into a gets him into a, a hold, gets his arm wrapped around his neck, and um, so the undisputed era they start to come out, but then Velveteen Dream shows up and they all fight him off. Roger Strong gets put to sleep. All that this conflict continues. Um, then we have uh, Akira Tozawa is attacked in the parking lot, um, and Phantasma tries to help, but he isn't able to get out of his side of the car. He has to go off the other side. And by the time he does, the assailants, is that the right word? Is assailant the assaulter or the assaulted? I think it's, a, I think it, I think the, the, the criminals are the assailants. So, uh, they get away before Phantasma can fight them off. I, I, I'm, I still think. It's all set up to make it seem like Phantasma is innocent. Having them attack himself, he wasn't the one that was uh, that was kidnapped. So it, I, I think it's it's all a ruse, an elaborate ruse to to keep kidnapping more people. The people who had been kidnapped before, we still haven't seen them since then. We haven't seen them at all. What happened to them? Will we ever find out? I don't know. They may have been harvested for organs. 
in 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 story in fiction like fictionally harvested for organs but anyway uh then we had danny Burchin and oni lorkin versus ever rise um birch and lorkin won via double submission and let's very momentarily skip forward to 205 live this week when they had a rematch in which oni and danny won again so there you go also uh ever rise in contrast to a quote by Corey graves that they are never buddies Corey graves and byron saxton are never buddies so that might be this week's episode name okay so that brings us to uh keith lee who says who in the blue hell records themselves eating dinner and he is uh presumably going after johnny gargano maybe that will be part of in your house maybe it will be in their house that Keith Lee and Mio Yim fight Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae at their dinner table. That could be interesting. Um, but nothing officially has been uh, been announced or uh, uh, th- there's still more to go with this storyline. Um, then we have Matt Riddle versus uh, Thatcher. Uh, the, the challenge has been laid down. Thatcher says, anytime, any place... As long as it's uh, no pinfalls. It's just submissions and knockouts. And Matt Riddle says, okay. Okay, bro. Then let's do it in a cage, bro. (laughs) That's not an impression of Matt Riddle at all. But also since this episode, it was announced that there's a special guest referee for this cage match. And that referee is none other than Kurt angle and this match is this match has could potentially be the best wrestling match ever forget about randy orton versus edge in a wrestling match let's talk about timothy thatcher versus matt riddle in a cage match with special guest referee kurt angle that's gonna be great i'm really excited for that um Let's see what 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 happens next. Then we have Drake Maverick versus Kushida. Drake has to win this match to stay alive in this tournament, to have any kind of chance in this tournament because if he wins, that brings it to a three-way tie. Each has a win upon the other in that trio forcing a tie. I assumed that that would mean it would be a triple threat. And that is exactly what happened because Drake Maverick won the reversal out of that arm bar, that arm bar that has been so successful in all of uh, Kushida's other matches in the last several months. But Drake reversed it. He did his homework. I got to believe he, is, he, he did all kinds of training of how to reverse that specific move. And it worked like a treat because it will be. And Jake Atlas was at ringside cheering on drake maverick but that makes sense that was it makes sense for for jake atlas to to cheer for for drake maverick and i thought that maybe jake atlas would help drake win specifically because it's the only way that jake atlas could be in that final still 
Because if Kushida won, Kushida has a perfect record and goes to that final. So if they force a tie, I'm kind of surprised Jake didn't make that happen. But it makes sense why he was rooting so much for Drake after his matches had already been done. Because that's still that little bit, that window of opportunity. And that window has not shut yet because there will be a triple threat next week. Drake Maverick versus Jake Atlas versus Kushida. And the winner of that triple threat goes on to face uh, Phantasma, I think. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be great. It would be amazing if Drake Maverick wins. I think Jake Atlas will win it. And then there'll be maybe there'll be some controversy Oh, he's not actually cruiserweight. He weighs 215 pounds. Why do we even let him in this tournament? We even announced before the match that he weighs 215 pounds. What are we doing? We're like, all right, get Drake in there. He gets to take his place. And then Jake Atlas will be like, what? What? He'll be furious. After everything I've done to make this happen. I don't know. We'll see. They'll, 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 they'll just not ever mention that they made that mistake. Um... If he doesn't win, then it doesn't matter. But if he wins, it would be really funny if he won. And then so he's crowned the champion, the interim cruiserweight champion. They're like, hold on a second. You're not a cruiserweight. Like, okay, we got to give it to somebody else. New tournament, brand new tournament. It's, It's vacated again, half vacated because Jordan Devlin is still a champion. But yeah um okay what's next uh ria uh she gets bounced outside like uh like a ball um by uh io shirai this is io shirai versus Rhea ripley um i thought that was pretty that was like my favorite moment but and right after that charlotte flair appears of course and then she attacks io which i think means that io technically won this match but that doesn't matter because they they announced the actual match that's going to happen at in your house uh, shortly after this, um, not on TV but on Twitter and stuff. Um, so Charlotte attacks Io first, disqualification. She then attacks Rhea, and it's all a whole mess because Charlotte Flair is just making a mess of everything everywhere. And uh, it was later announced that it will be a triple threat at NXT Takeover in your house. Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's ta- uh, Women's Championship. So that that should be a really good match, and it's no disqualification, so Charlotte can't just start whacking people with kendo sticks and get disqualified to keep the championship because that's what she seems to want to do. That seems to be the only way she can hold on to the championship against real competitors. So there you have it. That was NXT. Um, real quick, NXT UK was a, a really cool like highlights um, and history with like interviews and stuff of uh, the whole Tony Storm, Piper Niven, uh, Kaylee Ray saga, who were uh, really close friends. But as the first year of NXT UK unfolded, they grew further and further apart, apart until they were actually enemies. But um, there are three matches that were on there. Uh, there's Ginny versus Tony Storm, which was shortly after she had 
No, it's not that shortly after. It was a few, it was a few months after she had won the championship from Rhea Ripley at uh, Takeover Blackpool. Um, but that was from April 2019, and we also got Rhea Ripley versus Piper Niven, um, which was in June 2019, I think. Um, it was it was one of the Download Festival episodes, and then uh, Blackpool Two. The triple threat, Piper Niven versus Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm. Um, and that was a great match, which and it and it had some of their commentary and reactions throughout that match, which is a really cool way to wa- to rewatch it. So that it was a good it was a good uh episode of NXT UK. Uh definitely worth checking out. Um up next Oh no! I I got back to the raw page. All right, last page of notes. SmackDown, real quick. I didn't take very many notes here, uh, but the dirt sheets—they make fl- fun of the Firefly Funhouse and show a bunch of Firefly Funhouse puppet rejects, including one that was made out of a diaper with a cloth poo inside of its mouth, which I guess was its tongue. I don't remember. It was pretty gross. And then we also had Mandykin Rose, which was a mannequin of mandy rose pretty funny uh braun Strowman versus the miz happens after uh braun crashes dirt sheet and um and uh they yeah they end up in a, a one-on-one match and uh braun wins of course and so and then uh miz and morrison challenge him i think specifically morrison challenges well well you're gonna do something that you haven't been able to do yet and that's challenge both of us for the universal title or defend the universal title against both of us in a handicap match. So we will get that. I think, I don't know if that's on just a a regular episode of SmackDown or if that's going to be at backlash, but it's going to happen. Another handicap match against Braun Strowman for a championship in which he might lose the championship. So we'll see. Uh, then we had the Intercontinental Championship Tournament, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. During this match, it was announced that AJ Styles is officially a SmackDown superstar once again. I think this is great news because SmackDown and AJ Styles go together like peanut butter and jelly. It's the house that AJ Styles built. He's the face that runs the place. And uh, as such, he wins this match, defeats Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, There's a really cool... Oh, I didn't write what move he used to win. But there was a really cool moment um, where AJ Styles, he reversed um, the triangle into a half, sort of half Styles clash. And that was really cool. But AJ Styles moves on in the tournaments. Um, then later in the night, uh, Jeff Hardy defeats Sheamus to move on to the tournament. Um, I was watching this an hour behind because I'm in the mountain time zone. And um, unfortunately, I got I had that spoiled. And I was pretty upset. I mean, I was fine. But I was like, dang it, Sheamus is out of the tournament. I didn't even get to see the match yet. And um, so I am kind of hoping this is what I'm hoping is happening. What, however it happens, Sheamus needs to win this under Intercontinental Championship at some point. He just has to. He has to. 
So Jeff Hardy, since he won, I'm going to root for Jeff Hardy to win. And then like immediately after he wins, Sheamus goes after him, wins the title from Jeff Hardy. That's it's got to happen that way. Now that Sheamus is out of the tournament. Um, unfortunately, that means AJ Styles. He loses. Next week, we have uh, Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan. I think Jeff Hardy wins that match. And we have Elias versus AJ. AJ wins that match. We get Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles. Um, and I don't think we've seen that. We have. I don't think we've seen that match in WWE yet. So that'll be interesting. Um, but then uh, Jeff Hardy wins. It's his comeback, and then Sheamus furious that uh, as he just always is right now uh in regards to jeff hardy who go right after him and then we get aj styles he'll then go after the universal championship i hope okay going backwards we got uh charlotte versus bailey champ versus champ bailey backstage before the match says sasha i don't want you out there i don't need you out there to prove i can just do this on my own or whatever she may have been less uh tactful than that um it seemed like that might have made it could have made sasha very mad but it ended up working out okay uh <laughs> my favorite moment of this match and maybe this whole episode is that bailey tried to get her foot on her feet up on the ropes to get the pin on charlotte and the referee calls her out and she goes good job i was testing you i really like that um and then also Bailey, uh, I think she, I think it was Bailey saying that Charlotte was sick for what she was wanting to do with whatever she was. I don't remember. I don't remember the specifics of that. I just wrote down "you're sick." Um, and then Bailey successfully uses the ropes for leverage um, after a roll up, and she gets the win over Charlotte. So uh, finally, we see Charlotte's lose a match. But it's not a championship match. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But good, great for Bailey. I'm really happy for Bailey. Uh, she's really fun to watch in this match. And Sasha was really happy for her. So I think things are, are okay between them for right now. Um, then we had Sonya and Dolph Ziggler take on Mandy and Otis. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, Sony, uh, Sony, Sonia pinned Mandy after a knee to the back of the head, um, and then also Dolph uh, super kicks Otis right in the face after their victory. But yeah, uh, that, those are the only notes that I wrote down. But this was a great match, definitely worth checking out. Um, and it's if this if this feud just keeps going on and on, and it keeps like. It, it it hasn't grown stale it doesn't feel repetitive or anything at all somehow they're, that whatever they're doing to keep it not to not feel that way i hope that continues because it's great um and then we had uh the main event that i already talked about jeff hardy versus sheamus which i didn't really pay much attention to because i already saw the uh beforehand who had won so i didn't write down any specifics of good moments from that match and then the final show of the week i already mentioned Oni lurkin and danny birch versus ever rise the old one two gang um came out on top by the way i don't know i i could probably easily look this up if 
Biff Busick, a.k.a. Oni Lorcan, has worked with Timothy Thatcher before. Because they, in my opinion, Oni Lorcan and Timothy Thatcher look like they could be related. And imagine Timothy Thatcher joining those two. What kind of ridiculous crew would that be? Would Timothy Thatcher be the, would he be relegated to number three, though? Would he throw the three fingers up? Would he be Timothy Threacher? Maybe we'll find out. Um, and then our main event of the entire week, Tyler Breeze versus Isaiah Swerve. Scott, um, Swerve is looking real in real rough shape after his loss last week due to the interference of uh, Tony Nese. He, he lost to Jack Gallagher um, in that tournament. And so he's, he, yeah. He, he's not seen himself. He keeps kind of uh, glitching out in a way. It's it's as, th- as though his programming has been corrupted. But he starts to pick up stream, uh, pick up steam rather, and uh, he he gets some good moves. He, he turns the match around and he defeats Tyler Breeze. And after the match, he says to Tyler, "Thank you. I needed that." So that was pretty cool. It was a nice way to close the week. Um, I mean, of course, I always like to see Tyler Breeze get a victory, but if it led to a nice moment like that, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to be upset about it. Um, so there you go. That's everything from this past week. I'm starting to lose my voice, but um, overall, I enjoyed everything. Um, I did not watch aw dynamite or um double or nothing i saw a, a couple of clips a couple of gifts here and there from double or nothing it looked like it was really fun um it sounded like a lot of people enjoyed it for the most part um so that's great i, I um maybe at some point i'll i'll have a chance to go check that out um but uh yeah i'm really looking forward to this week's um nxt especially and uh the upcoming pay-per-views like i said uh this week i will still do a, a full episode about everything from this week um but in the near future i think after that actually i might still do reviews of every episode but i think they'll just be video reviews um and if that's the case i will put them on tiwpodcast.com uh, but they won't show up in the audio feed if I do it in that manner. Um, so stay tuned for that, whatever I end up doing for all of that. So, uh, all right, that's it. Uh, let's see. What was my favorite thing? What was my favorite match of the week? My favorite match of the week. Um, Oh, it's a tough one. I think, uh, Drake Maverick versus Kushida. Definitely up there. Yeah, I'll say I'd say that's probably my favorite match of this week. This is so exciting. I was really hoping that what happened would happen and that triple threat is going to be great. Um, all right. Let me know what you thought about everything from this week. What was your favorite match? What was your favorite moments? Otherwise, uh, by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.